Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for GWBC Radio's Open for Business. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of GWBC Open for Business, and this is going to be a good one. Today we have with us Sarah Marski with Sarah Mar Group. Welcome, Sarah. Hey, Lee. How are you today? I am doing well. I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us about Sarah Mar. How are you serving folks? Yes. Thank you for that. Um, so Sarah Mar Group is a consulting firm specializing in creating meaningful connection between brands and U.S. Hispanic audiences through purpose-driven brand engagement strategies. So we actually drive revenue, new growth, revenue growth opportunities for mid-market to Fortune 500 companies by positioning them to authentically reach and engage U.S. Hispanic audiences. So how'd you get into this line of work? Well, that story is a long story, Lee. I, um, you know, I grew up in North Carolina and not Latina, but had the incredible opportunity in my school system to learn Spanish since I was literally in preschool. So had Spanish preschool, kindergarten, middle school, high school, my whole life, always loved the language, always loved and was fascinated with the cultures of Latin America. And, um, was just passionate about it. So in college, I double majored in international studies in Spanish and had the opportunity to um, live in Costa Rica, live in Spain, and really always cultivated the Spanish language and connecting with Latino cultures as part of my career. Um, so prior to starting the business, I worked for one of the prominent nonprofits here in Georgia, which is the Latin American Association. Um, then I moved over to the multicultural marketing team at the Coca-Cola company and um, then uh, transitioned out of there to start Sarah Mar Group um, to help other brands really create that connection with our Hispanic community across the U.S. Um, so it's always been a passion of mine, and that's how I um, am really focused on helping brands um, support and connect with our Hispanic audience. Now, what are some of the mistakes you find that brands uh, make when it comes to connecting with a Hispanic audience? Well, you know, there's um, several things. I would say one of the first ones is actually even overlooking the opportunity to connect with Hispanic audiences. Um, a lot of folks might not be aware of the growth um, trajectory of the community. Um, there are over 62 million Hispanics in the U.S., um, meaning that's around almost 20% of the total U.S. population. Um, Hispanics are projected to drive 80% of U.S. population growth over the next 20 years. And then another one to wrap your brain around, Lee, is that if you look at the U.S. population under the age of 18, 25% is Hispanic. So 25%, one quarter of your market under the age of 18 is Hispanic. So um, it's incredibly important for brands and organizations to really pay attention um, to the Hispanic market and to really make an authentic effort to engage and to outreach. Um, because if you're not, it's, it's a missed opportunity. It's a missed opportunity um, from a growth perspective um, and um, from a revenue perspective for your organization. So I would say that's one of the first missteps. <laughs> now, you mentioned uh, authentic authenticity. Um, yeah. Why is that so important to that group? I mean, every group aspires to be authentic, but um, is, the, is um, that group kind of uh, more picky when it comes to that or more uh, has the radar up a little higher? 
Well, I would say, um, you know, we're all human beings and we all want to see ourselves reflected and we all want to see ourselves um, when a brand is attempting to communicate with us that we want to see that they understand who we are. And our Hispanic community is such a rich um, and culturally vibrant community. And it's important for brands to understand that. It's important for brands to understand how multidimensional uh, the community is. Um, talking about missteps earlier, sometimes folks think there's kind of a one-size-fits-all approach to our Hispanic market, um, but it's really not true. It's a community that's very multidimensional, um, representing 20 different countries of origin, representing different language uses, representing different um, times living in the U.S., different generations in the U.S., um, different socioeconomic incomes. So it's a very rich, very vibrant, very multidimensional community. Um, and it's important that brands see that. And it's important that brands reflect that um, in their communications with the market. Um, so, so yeah, it is very important to really be authentic um, when, you're, when, you're reaching this, when, when, you're, when you're reaching this community, for sure. And then when you're working with some of uh, your clients, I would imagine these are the larger firms, so they're sensitive to the fact that they're that Hispanic doesn't mean one thing in America. Like you said, they're, they're, these folks are coming from 20 different countries. Um, so then there has to be kind of subtle changes in the language and in the um, way it's presented, the information is presented in order to really kind of resonate with that specific group, right? So this isn't a just kind of translated into Spanish and I've done kind of activity in order to really serve this community, you really have to go layers deep and hire a specialist that really understands that, right? That's absolutely right, Lee. And the good news is for brands there or organizations like Sarah Moore Group, like my business out there to really help you navigate through um, the, the complexities of the Hispanic market and help you um, really do so in a way that does justice to the different cultures, the different um, opportunities and um, promise of the Hispanic market too. Now, is it something that um, when you're working with clients, is this the first time that they kind of dig this deep into this, uh, maybe they've done some uh, super more superficial kind of marketing to this group and thought, okay, I checked that box, I'm done. And now they're saying, hey, there's a real opportunity here if we kind of go layers deep. Yes, that's right, Lee. Um, so we really um, help you understand where you are along your journey to um, connecting with the Hispanic market. If you are um, at the beginning of this journey, we can help you. Um, so really our approach is looking at um, where are you at today? What have you done to date? Um, and understand what, what, what you're tracking, what you're measuring as an organization, where you are, so that when, then we can create a, a plan for you. Um, and so some of the areas we support are really bringing in those Hispanic insights and cultural insights and consumer research to make sure you really gain an understanding of the market. Because we talked about that earlier. It's really important to know the market before you start um, really engaging with the market. So we bring those um, cultural insights, the data, the information, the values, behaviors, the attitudes, um, we help you understand that um, so that then you can create more effective strategies. And then we help you create that strategy from a, from a comprehensive perspective. So looking 
really both internally and externally about what you need to do to engage the Hispanic market. So from an internal perspective, we want to make sure that you're ready to do business um, with the Hispanic market. So what is that cultural capability um, that needs to be built in the organization? What, what, what immersive experiences or capacity needs to be built out? How do we integrate this into your overall business growth strategy? Um, how do we make sure that the workforce reflects the community that you, the community that you're serving? Um, so what do we need to do and put in place internally and infrastructure um, to make sure we're ready to do business with the Hispanic market? And then we help you look at, okay, what are we doing externally? Um, what integrated marketing communication plans do we need to put in place? What corporate social responsibility or community partnerships or events, sponsorships, um, strategic um, alliances, et cetera? Um, so we really look at um, holistically at that strategy to help you create that uh, winning plan and successful plan when it comes to engaging with the Hispanic audiences. Now, is there a place for the small to mid-sized player to kind of um, tap into this underserved market? Or is this something that only the big brands can do because they have the resources in order to kind of pull this off at that level? I think there definitely is a space for um, smaller brands to do this work for sure. Um, You know, and I think it's really important. You know, we talked a little bit earlier about the growth um, of the market, the um, the fact that it's about 20 percent. Um, to getting younger 25% of your of your market share. So as you're looking to scale your company and grow your company, it is important to take a look at the Hispanic market and see how at least you can start. Um, maybe it's one market, um, maybe it's one vertical, but at least start um, building that relationship because um, when you invest in the Hispanic community, we know based on data that the Hispanic community invests back into your brand and that you're going to see that return on investment and you're going to see that growth opportunity. Now, do you spend most of your time in uh, B2C environment or B2B or both? It can be both. Um, You know, obviously B2C is huge um, from a consumer standpoint. Um, Hispanics are leading... um, um, shopping and consumption across many categories. Um, so that's huge. And, but then even looking at from a B2B perspective, that's a growth market that a lot of companies that have B2B solutions aren't really paying attention to, and they should be, um, you know, Hispanics are opening businesses at faster rates than any other group over the past 10 years. The, the growth of Hispanic owned businesses has been two to three times that of other, other, um, businesses, um, and other cohorts. And, you know, Latinas are even um, driving uh, business growth at a really high rate as well. So if you're looking at how do you um, sell your business solutions, whether it's small business banking solutions, um, perhaps some cybersecurity or HR or um, hiring solutions, the Hispanic business ownership community is definitely a community to look at when it comes to um, creating that connection and relationship and growth for, for your business. Now, when you're working with a client, is the point of entry usually a project or is this something that they're ready to bite off kind of a real commitment into serving the Hispanic community? You know, it varies, Lee. It varies. Um, And, you know, often we want to start small, prove some results, and then scale from there. And then often we want to, uh, we we may have the budget to go all out. Um, So it really does depend. And then when you're kind of maybe doing a pilot, then you're able to kind of show the ROI to say, look, you know, this is a real opportunity here. We started with this. And then if you kind of 
put more emphasis on it, you can really make a difference, number one. But number two is get real results. Exactly. And and so often the approach we can take is, um, you know, starting in one market. So if we have um, a national brand um, that's focused across the U.S., well, we can start in one market. We can look at how we're going to prioritize markets across the U.S. and say, okay, what can we do in one market um, that we that can be replicated in other markets? What can we learn in one market where we can show those results, we can show some return, and then we take it and we scale that across additional markets? and gain learnings and get better and refine and then really drive that scalability and return. So now when you're saying like one market, are there kind of the usual suspects like uh, Florida, Texas, California, or is this something that people don't realize that across the United States, there's pockets of Hispanic communities everywhere? You're so rightly. So yes, there's, there's our kind of what you would think of as our, um, High Hispanic DMAs, which are, you know, Los Angeles, um, Texas, Dallas, Houston, um, Florida, when we have Miami, Chicago, New York, you know, all of those those big markets. But there are markets where we have high growth Hispanic population that you might not be aware of or even think of, um, to name a few, Charlotte, Salt Lake City, Seattle, um, you know, Atlanta, actually, where, where Saramar Group is based is one of them. Um, so there's definitely pockets of Hispanic uh, communities and populations growing in areas where you might not think. And it's definitely something to pay attention to when you're looking at um, connecting in your local market. Now, just from a um, from an altruistic standpoint, it's good to communicate with everybody and serve everybody. But this is a real uh, opportunity for people with an ROI that's real, that this isn't just being a, a nice person and doing this just for the sake of being a good corporate citizen, right? This is something that this is a missed opportunity for a lot of folks that aren't leaning into this, because like you said, it's a significant amount of people. That's right. Um, and, you know, Saramar Group, we are very purpose driven and we do believe in leading with purpose um, when we are connecting with the Hispanic market. Um, but you're right. It's not uh, altruistic. It's yes, we want to create impact, but we want to not only create impact and drive profit for it, but we also want to drive profit for our businesses as well. Um, so we are very much focused on how do we drive business growth? How do we drive prof- profitability for our clients? But while we're also creating a larger social impact as well. Um, and the reason why purpose is so important is that we know when we do well for our communities, when we do good in our communities, it's good for business. Um, we know based on stats that um, high growth companies over the past um, decade have been really focused on purpose and lead with purpose. Um, in their, in their business model. Um, and when it comes to the Hispanic community, um, it is a community that is very focused on um, community. It's very focused on family values. It's very focused on upward mobility in terms of educational attainment, in terms of job growth, in terms of um, small business ownership um, and, you know, economic mobility. And so really tapping into um, that those values and those passions from a purpose-driven mindset is going to help you create a deeper connection with our Hispanic community. It's really going to show that you are there for the community. You are concerned about the community's uh, well-being and you want to see the community lifted up. Um, and so it's not 
it's both, right? It's we're creating a business opportunity. We're creating revenue opportunities um, for our business, but we're also creating relevance in the lives of our consumers. And we're creating impact and positive impact in the lives of our consumers. And when you do those two things together, um, you're on a really strong pathway to winning and to growth. Now, what's the most rewarding part of the job for you? Um, I believe it is. Um, it is that impact. Um, it is that impact. It's seeing, it's, it's seeing that economic growth, both from with the clients that we serve, seeing them grow by connecting with the Hispanic opportunity and seeing how we can really create uh, that impact in the, our Hispanic consumers lives. Um, you know, prior to starting this business too, um, I worked for the Coca-Cola company, um, on our multicultural marketing team. And a lot of the work we did, um, a lot of the work I led was social impact driven and we did a huge partnership with the Hispanic scholarship fund. And, you know, I remember for a month, every week, I got a letter um, from a student who we had impacted with scholarship dollars. And that was just awesome. That was awesome to see how we were able to create that real impact in the lives, um, but also create that brand love around um, Coca-Cola and what we were doing in the community. So that to me was just phenomenal. And I love doing that for clients as well. Like how do we, how do we, um, you know, create that impact in the lives, but create that brand love as well um, for the clients we serve. Right. And, and like you mentioned, that this group is kind of brand loyal. And this is a group that can really um, move the needle in your business. And if you serve them authentically, there's really a long-term benefit for doing that kind of work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I mean, and the numbers don't lie, Lee. The numbers don't lie. Um, it, you know, it's a, it's a community that owns $1.5 trillion in buying power. If you look at um, the GDP or the economic contributions of the Hispanic market, that would equate to 2.6 million in GDP uh, contributions, making it really the eighth largest economy in the world. <laughs> and so, yes, it's important to do business with the eighth largest economy in the world. That's right here in the U.S. Right. And and do it in an authentic way, not just yeah. not just translate your English marketing to Spanish and call it a day. You got to do more if you really want to penetrate and serve that market. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's really important to um, to do so in a way that it that um, really values the cultural contributions. It really values the cultural heritage um, of the community. This community has such a deep pride in its heritage, such a deep pride in its family and its community and the contributions it's making in the United States. And it is so important to really connect with those passions, to reflect those passions and values and to really celebrate those in your marketing efforts. And, um, and again, that understanding of, of, like the different nuances of the community, the different um, language uses, the different um, countries that you may be from. It's so incredibly important to really go about it from a place of understanding and deep appreciation um, so that you can really forge a a lasting relationship um, between your brand and the community. Now, let's talk a little bit about GWBC. What uh, compelled you to become a member there and um, how has it impacted your business? Um, well, we are women owned. And so whenever I started the business about two and a half years ago, I, um, you know, was familiar with the opportunities that being a women-owned business um, can bring to you. Um, so uh, through GWBC, I was able to get our um, women-owned business certification. 
um, you know, in their partnership with WeBank. And uh, it's been incredible, to be honestly, um, being involved in that community. And it really has uh, opened doors. They are really passionate about building connection between small business owners and larger companies, um, you know, really helping you tap into supplier, di- supplier diversity initiatives with companies, um, helping you make inroads into different uh, brands and companies. And they build opportunities for you to connect um, with other opportun- with other business owners as well. So they're always doing events. They're always doing, um, and you know, with the past year with COVID, it's been really interesting too. Before, you know, the prior to COVID, we were able to be in the same room. We were able to do, um, you know, be together. They did lots of tables of eight. We did, you know, conferences where we showed up. We were all together where we, you know, companies had booths. But then, you know, they did a great job during COVID and during the pandemic to, to pivot, to be um, digital, to offer us opportunities where we could still connect um, through Zoom in a digital way. So it's just been awesome. It's been awesome. And it's it's definitely been a huge part of the growth of my business. Now, any advice for women out there that aren't familiar with it or have, haven't decided yet to pull the trigger and get involved with the group? Some things that you maybe didn't see coming where you saw benefit or uh, like a compelling reason to take action now and join? Well, I'll give you one compelling reason. Um, well, first of all, you know, getting your getting your your women-owned business certification, getting your minority-owned certification is a a, a significantly um, well, it's it's a significant pathway to driving business growth for your company because it just opens so many opportunities for you and opens so many doors because there are larger companies that have a strategic initiative to do business with women-owned businesses. So that's important, one. And then two, just really taking advantage of all the opportunities that um, GWBC and WeBank have to offer. I'll give you one example. You know, I was always a little bit intimidated by this idea of pitch competitions. And um, that's something that WeBank and GWBC offer often, the opportunity to um, do a two-minute pitch of your business to a variety of different brands and companies um, to win some dollars to help grow your business. And I, you know, I was always intimidated by that. And I got the emails and I always thought, oh, this pitch competition isn't for me. And then there was a specific pitch competition where I thought, oh, I'm not going to do it. And then finally, Finally, the last day I said, you know what? I'm going to go for it. I submitted it, made it to round one. I pitched my business. I didn't win the pitch competition, but I did win a client off of it. And um, a fantastic seven-month contract um, came out of it. So just really taking advantage of those opportunities, like the pitch competitions that they offer, um, can really help you grow your business and lead to opportunities for you. Well, that sounds like a victory. It sounds like you won. You know, the it was reason, a victory. <laughs> the reason you do it is to win business. So however exactly. it came, that sounds That's like a exactly win. Right. And the contract, the contract actually was more valuable than the, than, than the, the prize. prize. Right. Exactly. So, <laughs> so it worked for sure. So I definitely highly recommend um, other women business owners to get engaged. And then I'd say the final thing too, is, you know, especially if you are starting the business and you're, you're starting it yourself, it can be a very isolating, um, journey. It can be lonely. So it's really awesome to be surrounded by a community of like-minded women who are on a similar path of entrepreneurship, who understand what you're going for, going through, and that you can really kind of connect with them and just share ideas, share experiences and, and really celebrate each other's successes and help each other propel forward. 
Now, in your business, what is the pain that a, a client is having right before they hire you? Is this something that they're frustrated with their existing Hispanic marketing and they're like, hey, we got to shake things up. Let's uh, try a new um, kind of agency. Or is it something that we've never done this before, at least yeah. to the level that we'd like? Like, what's that kind of initial point of engagement that you kind of insert yourself? So far, I think the main pain point has been we don't want to mess up <laughs> and um, we, we are, we recognize this opportunity and um, but we just don't have the capability internally or the know how to really do this in a way that is going to um, be, um, you know, like we talked about earlier, authentic, relevant, and reflecting um, a knowledge and a know-how of the community. Um, so it's, you know, we really want to connect with our Hispanic audience, but we don't necessarily know how to get there. And we need um, a partner in doing that. And so that's kind of where we can come in and kind of bring our knowledge of the market, our experience and and working with the market, um, our understanding of the community, and really help that brand kind of go um, from point A to, to point Z um, when it comes to engaging with the Hispanic market. Now, is some it is an event like a World Cup? Is that something that trigger more opportunity because it's all of a sudden on the radar of people? Yes, Lee. Um, and uh, as I was saying, the the passion for soccer runs deep among our Hispanic community, and um, the World Cup is a phenomenal way to connect with that passion. And many brands do that. Um, you know, we did at Coca Cola. We did a lot of activations around just the the momentum leading up to the World Cup, all the traditions that go into celebrating your team, whether it's the Mexican national team, the Costa Rican team, the Colombian team, all of those um, just um, just excite all the excitement leading up to it and the passion that you have for your country. I mean, it is an awesome way to connect and not only world cup, but um, there's all sorts of other um, ways to connect around the passion uh, for, for soccer with our Hispanic community league of Mex, you know, now MLS teams um, in the U S and um, even kind of local youth leagues, um, a lot of Hispanic soccer leagues across the, across the country. So yeah, soccer is one of the, key passion points of our Hispanic community and a great way to engage for sure. Now, if somebody wanted to learn more, uh, have a more substantive conversation with you or somebody on the team, what's the website? Our website is www.saramargroup.com. That's S-A-R-A-M-A-R group.com. Or you can reach out on LinkedIn. Uh, you can find me there at Sarah Marski on LinkedIn. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing such important work and we appreciate you. <laughs> well, I appreciate this opportunity to chat with you, Lee. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on GWBC Open for Business.